I don't know why they call them chasers. It's not like those can run real fast. Double vodka with hot brownie chasers. He just wanted to watch me eat it. Naked. I can't say that. That's dirty. Chasers will do anything to get into your pants. I love them. Oh, hey there, welcome to Chubb's Gone Wild, number 518, recorded on November 13th, 2023, and we have been gone for a week. We skipped a whole week because Tom went on a wonderful trip over the rainbow. Well, over a small amount of ocean, anyway. And uh, rainbows, I saw them. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you anyway. You went to. Yes. No, you want to talk about it during your week? I don't care. Whichever you want to do. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead. It is sixty-seven degrees and mostly cloudy outside the Chubb's Gone Wild Remote Studios, where it is ten days until Thanksgiving. Uh, it is 24 days till Hanukkah, 38 till winter solstice, 43 till Christmas, 44 until Kwanzaa, and 49 until New Year's Day. Also, it is 354 days until Halloween. <laughs> anyway, well, don't forget our year-end contest. All you have to do is interact with us somehow some way make sure that we see it you can send us an email you can comment on our facebook group you can do something and uh, we will excuse me go ahead and enter you into that contest uh, and our deadline is november 30th uh patreon offers folks a way to support creators and receive rewards not over to the general public like my life in fragments podcast books videos and more and we want to thank our current clint, uh, patrons clint nephi nick dj sausage from the universe eric sean kingsley brothers and Adis, phoenix dave and moose Pate. please visit patreon.com slash matt burlingame to find out how you can become a patron of the show and the work that we do for as little as a dollar a month all right, well, it is time for our amazing affirmations that just change our lives. Take a deep breath and join me. Equality and world peace begin with me. Today, I express loving kindness to all. Well, I do that. Oh, really? I call Brian. Let him know that you love him. Oh, I do love Brian at a distance. Yeah. At a at a at a distance. At All a right. distance, the world looks blue and green. Exactly. Um. All right. Today in history, 
well, near the end of a week-long national salute to Americans who served in the Vietnam and the v uh, war and uh, Vietnam veterans memorial. Oh, the Vietnam veterans memorial is dedicated in Washington D.C. after a march to its site by thousands of veterans of the conflict. The long-awaited memorial was a simple V-shaped black granite wall inscribed with the names of the 57,939 Americans who died in the conflict. Huge. Uh, arranged in the order of death, not rank, as was common in other memorials. So that happened. Um, well, <laughs> at some point today, years ago, uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and jump into holidays, see if there's anything we did that we didn't even know about. Oh, well, today's Actors Day. We've done that. We've celebrated that. Actors. Also, it's National Bread Pudding Day. I make bread pudding. Um, I like bread pudding, but I'm not making it today. Oh, well. Uh, also, it's Indian Pudding Day. Not sure. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be Indigenous Peoples Pudding Day? Well, I would, I would, I would know. What is it? Yes, yes, you are correct. It is. It, it would be. I would think, unless, unless it was the other Indian, like from India. But I don't know why we would. They would have pudding. Well, you know, it, like in England, the pudding is more of a cake. Like figgy pudding is not pudding. It's right. Cake. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I just well, I was questioning that because I, I always want to be, you know, appropriate. I agree. Um, the odd thing is, is it's observed annually on November 13th, annual on February 17th and annually on June 27th. So apparently it's celebrated three times a year. Huh. That sounds yeah. more Indian than uh, like India. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's also National Mom and Dad's Day because what, their separate days aren't enough? I know. It's like... Every day is is mom and dad's day because they have such wonderful children. I guess so. Yes, that's a good good way of pointing it out. It's also Sadie Hawkins Day. Hmm. Did not know that. And also Sigd Sig 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 Sigid. Sigourney Weaver? Uh no, it's it's actually the twenty ninth day of Hashvan in the Hebrew calendar. So obviously I probably messed up the pronunciation quite a bit. Also, start a rumor day. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. Okay. So enough of that. Uh Symphonic Medal. World kindness. Oh. Yeah, that's not kind of the world. Yeah. Uh also World Orphans Day. Hmm. That's me. I don't know any worlds that world that is orphaned. I'm an orphan. Oh well, yes, in a way that's kind of true. And you know what? what? It's a hard not life for. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 
I like that. That's actually my favorite song from there, I think. Well, you know, it's it's funny. I was watching um, Merrily We Roll Along. I wasn't actually watching it. I was watching clips from it. Mm. And they go to, uh, the characters go to sell a musical to a producer. And the producer's going, give me a song that makes me, makes my foot tap. Gives me, give me a song that makes me remember it, mm. you know. Because they were, they were, you know, we're living in New York and it's dirty and there's garbage everywhere. And it's like, okay, no, I need a, and then, and immediately I thought of Hard Knock Life. Cause that, yep. and then tomorrow, I mean, the whole, the whole musical is filled with, you know, hit songs. Yes, it really and, is. And that's, um, I mean, even little girls, you know, and, uh, um, uh, what was the, uh, uh, you're never really, uh, really dressed without a smile. I mean, you you go in and oh oh what's the oh, there's another one there's another one I'm forgetting oh uh, NYC and Easy Street Easy Street you know so I mean the whole thing is just like and and that's immediately what I thought of when I heard that in the song so yeah that's uh you got to have those those in there yeah definitely that's why that's why he um uh, um what's his name wrote um uh. Uh, midnight, not a sound from the pavement. Uh, um, yes. Memories. Memories. He wrote memories because there was no other song that you could advertise with. Right. So, okay. Cats now and forever. Fuck you. Okay, go ahead. You know, there's a part. Okay. So there's a thing about the song memories that I heard yesterday as part of something. And I so want to tell you about it, but I don't want to do any spoilers for anybody that may not have seen anyone yet and is going to see it. Okay. When you once you see it, you're going to love it. It's a, what like a meme or something? Uh, no. As, if we remember after the show, I'll tell you because I don't think it'll be a spoiler for you, but yeah. I don't want to spoil it for anybody else. All right. Um, happy birthday. I know, right? All right. Happy birthday to uh, Ronnie, my neighbor. Uh, Ronnie, Marcus, Rick, Bree, Michelle, Christopher, the former mayor of West Sacramento, Mr. Christopher. Also, Michael, that Mr. Michael of the Gayish podcast. Also to Sean, Brian, Mickey, Lauren. Oh my god, it's Lola Lauren. Her birthday's coming up. I didn't know she was a Scorpio. Also, that Pat Geich, Mr. Patrick Geich, one of the finest actors in Podland. Also, we have uh, Mike Nixie, George, uh, George from the North and South, and This Week in Gay, and all sorts of different podcasts. Happy birthday, Mr. George. Uh, also, we have uh, David, Jody, Marguerite, Marguerite, uh, Mark, Tara, and David, David, Daddy, David, Warpness. His birthday's coming up. Knew he was a Scorpio. Nom, nom, nom. And for the birthdays that we missed last week, hope that you all had a happy birthday. And we're just going to send you out a chub hug because you deserve it. Which uh, takes us into chub hugs. Because uh, there's nothing in our feedback at the moment. So I did, my, I did my chub hug. Oh, okay. Well, mine goes out um, to 
uh, the people of uh, Lahana in, in Maui, um, you know, because we got to see the the results of, of the fires. And honestly, when you first look at it, you go, uh, well, first of all, it was weird because you're driving in t- towards Lahana and <clears throat> you look over and you go, I can't tell if those trees have been burned or it's just the fall. Mm-hmm. And then, then you start seeing there's actual streaks where you can see the flames went and missed a house or two here and then went straight down. It's, you know, it's, it's like, like your neighborhood, like it going down one side and missing the entire other side. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the, one of our favorite restaurants, we, we went down there because that you could walk down there and it was fine. It was there. It was still there. And so was the, uh, there's this uh, amphitheater right behind the Safeway uh, where they do all the, uh, the Hawaiian luau stuff. It's a big place for the luau. Um, but, it was closed and, but the Safeway was open and the Long's drugstore was open in front of it, but they couldn't serve food. So like the deli section and the Safeway was closed. They couldn't serve any food. So we figured it must've been, uh, there must've been like a, a problem with the water or sewage possibly where it basically everything had to be it, kind of like, uh, you know, with the, um, what in the, 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 the Detroit where they not Detroit um, where they had the bad water in Flint. Michigan Flint where they where that went on and then um, you can't you you shouldn't be living there first of all and you definitely should not be drinking the water or bathing in it because mm-hmm. uh, that's the one thing they go this is so toxic you shouldn't even bathe in it um, and I'm thinking that must have what have happened there because. Um, then there's other areas that are just wiped out. The area that we first stayed at, we stayed at a B&B when we first went down there. It was gone. It was just hmm. every, the whole neighborhood was just, it looked like an atom bomb had gone off. The trees were, were without leaves and, 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 oh, and it was so weird because everything is gone, gone, gone. And then there's this, this, um, playground where like a little park where a playground and this red slide plastic slide is still there. And then the house right next to it is still there. And everything around those two things is gone. Wow. It's just weird. So, I mean, I understand and not to mention that uh, there's still people that are missing. They don't know what happened to them. So they were obviously, you know, just burned to death and underneath so much shit. And it was, it's, it's awful. And I send out uh, hugs to those people, both, both survivors and victims, because um, that's the whole thing is that they're also connected in Hawaii um, and, and, and whatever islands you're on and even multiple islands, you've got family on all these different islands and it's all connected and the grieving, you can just feel it in the air. You really can. So. Yeah. So let's talk about celebrity deaths. Oh, oh gosh. Well, it's been two weeks, so surprise, there's a lot of them. So so weird. I haven't heard I about like there's been. It doesn't feel like there has been uh, so many celebrity deaths until the last few years. Anyway, um, all right. Starting with uh, Janet Landgard, who starred in The Swimmer and The Donna Reed Show. She died at age 75. 
following brain cancer diagnosis. She had, she had to have been one of the, the children. I yeah, mean, I think so. Because I, I never saw the Donna Reed show. Um, I think I've only seen some Christmas episodes. Uh, Connie Van Dyke, the actress who, and Motown singer-songwriter, died on November 11th of complications due to vascular dementia, reports Variety. She was 78. Evan Ellingson died November 5th at the age of 35. Ellingson began his career with small roles on General Hospital and Mad TV before landing a recurring role on the 2004 sitcom Complete Savages. Uh, Peter White, the actor best known for his groundbreaking role in The Boys in the Band, and a recurring stint on All My Children, died at age 86 after battling melanoma. The actor made his first big splash on the role uh, with role. Oh, we just said this 1968 off Broadway production of Boys in the Band. Uh, Christopher uh, Tyler Christopher, the actor best known for his work on General Hospital, died from a cardiac event in San Diego at age 50 on October 31st. His first screen role came when he joined General Hospital in 1996 as Nicholas Cassidine. Or Cassidine, if I remember, that's the way you pronounced it, I think. Uh, Aaron Spears, the Grammy-nominated drummer, for, known for his work with Usher, Lady Gaga, Ari, Ariana Grande, and more stars, died October 30th at 47. Johnny Rufo, the actor best known for playing Chris Harrington on the Australian soap opera Home and Away from 2013 through 2016, died at the age of 35 after battling a rare form of brain cancer. Walter Davis died on November 2nd. The former NBA All-Star reportedly passed away from natural causes while visiting his family in Charlotte. Uh, according to the UNC, he was 69. And Adam Johnson died October 28th, a former National Hockey League player who was a part of the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Penguins. He was 29. Wow. Youngins. All right. Um, Gordon Ramsay is father for the sixth time with his wife of almost 30 years. Tana? Tana Ramsay. The celebrity uh, chef posted a trio of photos of the hospital, uh, from the hospital, on his verified Instagram account Saturday, revealing the pair had welcomed their uh, son named Jesse James Ramsey. Hmm, there's a name. Come on, come on, you're, he's 57 years old. How old is his wife? 30 oh, years? So, 30, okay, so they've been married 30 years, so she's got to be at least... 48 add 1646 40 oh okay i don't know yeah i don't know either but it's it to me it's just like oh my god yeah uh netflix has revealed the first trailer for its live action adaptation for the avatar the last airbender the trailer shows how the live action version of the characters look and also reveals a premiere date of February 22nd. Are you looking forward to it? No. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I have heard so much about 
Avatar, The Last Airbender. Still know nothing about it. Uh, best pop solo performances have been, um, nominations have been released. And they are Billie Eilish, What Was I Made For? And Barbie. <laughs> Doja Cat, Paint the Town Red. Uh, Miley Cyrus, Flowers. I actually really like that song. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire, and Taylor Swift, Antihero. I believe that one will, will win. My I pick can't... would have been Flowers, but. Yeah. I, I, I just, I kind of have a feeling that Taylor is just going to pretty much sweep everything. What do you think? I don't, I don't think so because I think they're going to say we can't give her the Grammy every time she produces an album. She had more than the top, uh, like the top, I don't know, 10 or 20 hits. Like every song on her album that was released was in the top 10 for months. Well, that's because you can now purchase every song. Well, I know, but that, yeah, but that means something. Well, yeah, but okay. How about this? Tom Hanks has won two Oscars. Yeah. And then. Over the last, uh, from that was in uh, his last one he won was, I think, 96, 95, right around there, Forrest Gump. And then he was nominated the next year for Castaway. And then he didn't get nominated for Captain Phillips. He didn't get nominated for a bunch of, uh, you know, really good. He didn't get nominated for Elvis, and he should have got nominated for Supporting Actor for that. It's because he's got too many awards it's like Meryl Streep. She, in between her two Oscars, she had 30 years of like 20 nominations and finally won a third one after 30 years. Oh, yeah, but I think I'm saying, I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, I agree, but that's movies. I mean, you don't have, uh, you don't have Tom Hanks having the top, you know, top 10 movies in the top 10 movies at the same time. But I mean, I don't know. I, I, What's saying? But everybody, I can see it going either way. But I, I know, but, but you know what? When Taylor, it's, it's not Taylor Swift, it's Bad Bunny or it's somebody else. When they bring out their album, all their singles go up all, right away. And why right. do they do that? Because she's got, well, first of all, it's because she's got the Swifties out there that are deliberately buying the albums as singles. They're making, they're giving her more money instead of paying $9.99 for it. They'll pay, you know, like, what is it now? It's, it's $129. So, uh, $129 a piece, mm-hmm. $10 would be $12. So they're probably paying about $14, $16 because they want to make sure that Taylor's, you know, get, gets all the accolades and stuff. It's, right. I, I'm, we'll see what happens. I just, I, I just think you cannot give, and a, her every time she brings that. I mean, remember when they were doing that with Adele, and everyone's like, "Oh no, again!" Even Adele thought Beyonce should have won that award. You know, so uh, I just don't. Okay, so I'm gonna completely blow every queer out of the water here. And say I just do not get the over fascination with Beyonce. 
I don't think I I mean I think she's a good artist. I like a lot I like some of her work. I think I can name three of her songs. Uh but I don't see the mega celebrity that other people go so crazy for. And I guess I kind of have to say that with Taylor too. I mean, I can see it with Gaga, even though I may not be like uh drop dead, you know, drop on the floor and worship her at her feet, but at least Gaga is just like I don't know. She's got superstar status. She's got like Madonna status. I just I don't see it in the others the way that other people do. So anyway. All right. Hey, you know what? Enough about that. Tom wants to talk to you about. Oh, it's finally time for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. British baking show this week. It was desserts. Ooh. And I've never seen such a terrible technical ever, ever. Wow. I mean, you wait till you see it. It was awful. Okay. Uh, remember it's the desserts. Uh, they had to make a, a Genevieve, Genevieve sponge or Genoa sponge yeah. with a, uh, with a, uh, um, a, a syrup that goes over it. Let's just say out of the six people, only four, two were edible. Yeah, a lot of raw dough, basically. Uh, but it was it was kind of humorous because, you know, the judges were like, "Okay, we we can't eat this." <laughs> you know, sorry, sorry. It looks good. Well, no, it doesn't. It, it's awful. And and they had to compare because then they had they had the two syrups or the two sauces. So they were tasting the sauces, going, "Well, the first sauce is awful, but the second was not bad." So. The person that had terrible sauces and and uh, inedible uh, cake was the 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 person in last place. The person who had one sauce that was good was in second to last place. The sauces that were uh, that had both sauces good was in the fourth spot. The third spot went to somebody who just had their sauces just a little bit better. And then the two one and two were the ones they had to compare with. Um, um edibility basically um well huh. yours actually tasted better the number one tasted better than number two and but they're both pretty terrible you know and it was just funny it was very funny hmm. uh, and the person they got out finally got out because i've been waiting for this person to leave for a while i can't figure out how they stayed oh. uh big brother is over with and uh um jag ended up winning uh big brother um he's oh. a uh, he's the first sick. It's it's not sick anymore. It's sick, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I know. I was shocked too. Um, but the first sick um, player to ever be on Big Brother, and he, of course, the first winner, uh, sick winner, um, Matt, who was the uh, the deaf Olympi- Olympian s- swimmer. Um, he had he does have partial hearing now. That uh, but. He's still considered deaf. Um, he came in second, and and he just didn't know the game well enough to know how to win. That was his problem. Jag knew exactly what he was doing at the end and had all his answers lined up in a row. It and, and Matt's like, 
uh, well, uh, and he actually said afterwards, he goes, I wished I uh, knew better that I should have been better prepared for the the jury asking us questions and, and my final statement and stuff like that. Jag came out and goes, you know what? I'll tell you, um, you know, should, should you vote for me? Just remember that I put all of you people into the jury. Every single one of you, my, my hands are covered in your blood because of what I did. Not because of what Matt did, not because of what boy Jane did. When boy Jane wanted to do something, I persuaded her to get rid of this person. And I did the same thing with Matt. All of you, my blood, your blood, my hands. And they all went, okay, yeah, that's true. Huh. So it was it was an interesting, interesting one. Um, Cam, Cameron, who was um, only likable because he, it's hard to explain, but he came in, um, he came in as the uh, fan favorite uh, which kind of it it didn't surprise me because they were there was a whole bunch of people on Twitter and Facebook pushing to make him fan favorite. So I think that's why he ended up being that. Um, Bill Maher had Ted Cruz on this week, and uh, but you know the thing is that when he's talking to Bill Maher, he's almost sounds normal and human, and then you know you get him on Fox News and he sounds like an idiot again. So. It just shows you that all this is such posture. Age, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all acting. Crazy. It's yeah. just you know bullshit. Anyway, uh, the new Santa Claus's movie is uh, uh, series is out on Disney. Oh, it's uh, already out. Okay, yes, I already saw the first episode, and um, the the what's happening this time is there was an old Santa. Uh, there's a Santa from a thousand years ago called Magnus Santa. But mm. but um, what happened was the elves referred to him as the Mad Santa. Mm. Uh, and so and, and when he died, he died and uh, and he was put into a uh, nutcracker. Well, that nutcracker, after a thousand years, has come in contact with some magic. Mm. And so Mad Santa has come back to life. And it's played by Eric Stone Street from, you know, Cameron from Modern Family. Oh, oh. And then uh, the guy who accidentally released him um, is um, uh, Mr. Inglesias, uh Gabriel Inglesias, you know, uh, Fluffy, the comedian, the fat yeah. guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so good to see them both getting work again in a series. So that's fun. Um Let's see, True Blood season five we're on right now. And I just, I'll give you a rundown. The fire monster, there's a fire monster. There's also, um, Russell, who is the vampire that killed the newscaster live on television. We thought he was dead, but he's not dead. He's back. And, uh, and then Sam, who, Sam Merlot, um, is, who's a shapeshifter is out hunting the people who are, um, hunting the ship, shift shaper, shape, shape. Yeah. yeah, he's he's out getting them. So um, uh, it's been fun. Uh, yeah. And Jason's got a terrible little mustache that he can't grow. Shave it off. You can't grow a mustache. Shave it off. Yeah. Uh, uh, OK. Uh, World's biggest ghost hunt, which was Pinhurst um, uh, Hospital uh, and, and sanctuary uh, no, sanatorium in Pennsylvania. 
it was a show going, oh, it's the longest ghost hunt because um, they're going to be there for two weeks um, hunting through this this very scary place. And I thought, oh, it's going to be a series. It's going to be great. It ended up being 90 minutes, and it went by really quick. And it's like, okay, now the place doesn't seem as scary as it was. Mm-hmm. So I was a little disappointed. I think that's on Hulu. Um, South Park had their uh, uh, a new. They have they've been doing longer episodes. Did you see the new one? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, this one is um, Eric Cartman keeps having this reoccurring dream that he's being replaced by a minority female. His character is being replaced, and and come to find out that it's because Kathleen Kennedy at Disney is now making sure that uh, her her thing is. Make it gay, uh, uh, no, make her a lesbian and make it really gay, super gay. Um, and, um, uh, and so, the, uh, what's happening is it, cause, you know, that's Netflix. Netflix, you know, as we yeah. watch, we go, okay, we were, we were actually watching, uh, which one was it? We just watched something. Um, shit, what was it? We were just watching something on, oh, it was, we were watching The Gilded Age. And right away, we got the gay character, check mark. We've got the inter- interracial, check mark. We've got the black storyline, check mark. We got the lesbians, check mark. Who knew there were lesbians in the Gilded yeah. Age? There are. Um, and it's just like, that's exactly what they're making fun of. And come to find out that Kathleen Kennedy was being replaced by a female Cartman. And she was the one saying, make it gay, make her lesbian and make it gay. Yeah. Uh, everything. So it was, it's like they wonder why you know the the Marvel movies aren't doing as well as they want. That's because they they're following Kathleen Kennedy's rules and what she says. Make it gay. Make it gay. And it was really a f- funny, poignant kind of episode. Uh, Mass Singer last week. Um, it was some housewife. I don't know what she. I don't know who she is. Uh, you know, some housewife from somewhere. And. Uh, on Survivor, now you watch Survivor? You're all caught up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait for that one. Uh, Raid the Cage, I just can't say enough about how much fun this show is. It's on CBS. You can also see it on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, Damon Waynes Jr. is the host. And they have a little trivia questions that they ask. And then their partner, then they earn, and with the trivia question, they earn time in the cage. Um, so it's like the first one, it's like you get 30 se- three seconds for every answer you get right. So you can get up to a, ha- a 30 seconds because there's 10 questions. Mm-hmm. And then the partner goes into the cage, pulls whatever they can and races out before the doors close on them at 30 seconds. So it's just, it's, it's really fun. It's very exciting. Uh, we're both really enjoying the show. Uh, as I mentioned, Gilded Age, uh, this, this season, what they're doing, is that the 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 nouveau rich lady who uh whose husband is the uh, train guy um mm-hmm. she wants to be a part of the uh, um opera circle and be and have a uh, a box at the opera well the opera boxes are all filled up by all the old rich mm-hmm. and so they're 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 trying to build a new opera house called the met or the metropolitan and uh and so she's going well maybe i'll just go there because they've got plenty of boxes for us new people 
And if we don't want to wait, and then Mrs. Astor's like going, well, I don't know that you want to do that. You don't want to upset people. You don't want to, you know, you want to stay, stay friendly with all the older, older rich people because, um, you know, they can be pretty awful if, if you, you know, try to, you know, get, get where you're not supposed to be. And she's like, well, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm going to throw a party for op- opera enthusiasts and <laughs> invite everybody. And then we can just kind of feel out each other on where we think this will go. Uh-huh. And so she brings in the number one opera singer to sing at their party. And all of the, the, the old rich are like going, Oh, and the new, the new, uh, the new, uh, the metropolitan guy who's trying to, uh, or get the money for it. He says, Oh, this is our lineup. And he starts listing off all the lineups. And they're like, those people can't all be playing there. That's ridiculous. And, and she goes, well, not ridiculous because uh, you think we can't, uh, they can't get it. I got her for our party and here she is. And they're all like going, maybe we need to get boxes at both places. You know, so the old rich is like thinking, well, maybe we can have, boxes at both opera houses it doesn't matter right uh so it was it's a really good episode and the costumes are so fantastic i just uh-huh. can't say enough about the costumes um anyway uh goosebumps finished it with uh season one i should say because um they what they've done is they've interde- introduced slappy now slappy is the uh um nanakin the hand uh, the puppet the uh, ventriloquist, ventriloquist puppet that's alive. So they introduced him at the very end, the last episode. And uh, and then Costco had the eight books of Slappy. So I'm thinking, okay, okay, here we go. Uh, mm. It's coming back, and I'm I'm fine with it. It was a good show. Um, I'll, it's on uh, both Disney Plus and Hulu. You can check that out. Um, um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. We're uh, speeding through that one. We're on, we're just finishing season four, and uh, one of the episodes was um, "Who Pooped the Bed." And what happens is Charlie and Danny DeVito in the show are sharing a bed, and during the night somebody pooped the bed twice, <laughs> two two nights in a row. So they the whole episode is trying to figure out who pooped the bed. It's just such a, these people are so disgusting uh-huh. and gross that you, that you, you know, you kind of, you either watch it for just how awful they are or don't watch it because they're so awful. So, uh, uh, let's see. I did see Return to Halloween Town, um, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. which was the only one I hadn't seen. So I've now seen all four of them. And, and honestly, the last one was, probably one of the better ones that's the one where she's grown up and goes to college right yes yeah i still i still think the original uh is probably my favorite but i i mean they're all good the third one i think was a little too kiddish but still two was my least favorite or was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, two was the one where the his, the bad guy's son, yeah, acted like a big old perv through the whole thing. It was kind of disturbing. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we saw three movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, Spider-Man Beyond, I think Beyond the Spider-Verse, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and the very beginning, I was very confused. Hmm. And then once they started on the the regular storyline, then when the parts that were happening at the beginning came through again, it was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, thank you. I would have liked that ahead of time because it was very confusing. And it's very long, and it's uh, and it's a to be continued. Which you know, I'm sorry, but a to be continued after two and a half hours or two hours and twenty minute movie was a little too much. Um, yeah. I mean, and the storyline was going well. I was really happy once I you know got caught up in it, but you know, and then to go, oh, I'm like, what's happened now? What, what what's going? And it says to be continued, and I'm like, boo, boo. Okay. So uh, that, is it is it all cartoon or is it just part cartoon? It's uh, the, all cartoon. I mean, they have a couple things where they make reference to the real world, but okay. every otherwise it's all cartoon. Okay. And it's, and it's on right now on Netflix. Cool. Okay. Um, we saw Coco, of course. Uh, yes. For for Dila Dila Rentes Day, mm-hmm. and um, and it was, you know, I, it's a it's a great show. It really is. It's really wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I love when they go to the dead place. Yes. And uh, I know you watched you watched Encanto, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Would would I don't remember what you thought of it. I uh, uh well, I enjoyed it more the second time than the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't really sure where I was going with it or what was happening. And again, they do make up these terrible, terrible. Um, so some of the people in the families are always really awful to the main characters. And that, uh, cause the same thing happens in Coco, you know, the grandma was a bitch. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And, you know, so, and not grandma Coco. That's no, I'm talking about grandma Coco's daughter. Right. Um, but it was funny because we watched it um, on on the appropriate day, and then and then uh, the couple nights later they played it down at the pool. They have a projector and um, a big screen that they do down at the pool. Mm-hmm. We had already seen it, so we didn't do it. But um, that was kind of fun. And then um, new also, I think that's Netflix as well. Is um, um the uh insidious part four i think the red door yeah and um and it was it was okay it didn't have this you know the scares were obvious and uh um but it it was it's not bad it's just you know yeah i mean it was i wanted better i wanted i wanted it to be better and um and I didn't watch it with Sean because he's he doesn't like horror movies. Isn't it weird? Yeah, neither do I. Oh. Um, but it does have um what's his name in it? Um shit. Uh his name is where do I have that? Um yeah, I got it. I'm so, yes. Who I saw naked on Broadway. Oh, uh really? Him? The father? In- I'll have to look it up because it's not Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in The Full Monty on Broadway when I saw it. Oh, that was such a good show. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I'm looking at him right now. Hello. Yeah. And so, um, uh, so that's, that's it there. And, uh, otherwise, um, uh, Maui was, uh, still lovely. Um, it was interesting trying to find, well, we spent more time at the pool, uh, than we did normally, uh, yeah. because, uh, we used, we spent half our time usually in downtown, um, um, uh, in Lahana, mm-hmm. you know, the restaurants and stuff like that. And I, and now I can walk and I was thinking, oh, that'd be, this is going to be great. And then they burned it down. Um, so we did, we went back to our old cove, um, that we'd gone to a, a few years ago. It's lovely, uh, kind of hike through this beautiful, um, tropical forest. And at the end of it, there's this gorgeous cove that looks, you know, uh, still water, really pretty. So we packed a, a lunch and, and hiked in for that. And then, uh, and oh, and, uh, I the I didn't need an extender either way on the plane. Nice. Uh, so that was nice. And uh the way there was super easy. It was super easy. You know, I I was comfortable, the chairs weren't too small. Uh it was kind of nice. Of course, he ran me ragged the first day and that that just slowed slowed me down for the rest of the trip cuz I went through two airports. I went, we went to the distillery, um, where they make the pineapple vodka. Then mm. we go to Costco. And then after Costco, we go to Times Market, which is right out across the street from the hotel. And so, um, I was like over five miles by the time we got to the hotel. I was tired. Uh, and then he walked me down the, there, they, cause they're up kind of raised up and then you have to walk down a hill and we went and got food from the food trucks because they have these food trucks that kind of hang out at the resorts. There's different food trucks at different places. And uh, we went down and got food there. So yeah, I was exhausted by the time we got back to the hotel and, and, uh, and then of course I drank too much during the week and I gained 19 pounds, which I've already lost. Yeah. Let's see. It's been what three days. I've lost seven pounds of that. It's just water weight based on alcohol. And and it's really because because I was, you know, I'm walking all over around the place. You know, I know what food we ate. So I know it's the alcohol and it's like, okay, well, if I want to drink on vacation, I'm just going to have to deal with it. Um, but, uh, Oh, we did go to Costco twice, which was fun. Uh, we never gone to Costco a second time, but we were kind of on that side of the island and went, Hey, let's go to Costco again. Uh, and we found the actual pineapple vodka that we had tasted in a 1.75 liter bottle, which they don't even offer to anyone but Costco. Hmm. Wow. And it was good. So, yeah. um, other than that, um, we did get the deck. Um, restained before we left. Mm-hmm. It, it looks, it just looks gorgeous. It's so nice because it was, you know, when you see an older deck and it hasn't been done lately, um, this just looks like it's going to last for a long time and it's, it's going to be nice. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah uh, other than that, um, I think I, I do have my fall wreath up on the front door. Oh, and my, awesome. And my scarecrow, I've got a, a, a stuffed scarecrow that's out for Thanksgiving, which I don't celebrate. Um, but I, we will be celebrating with sides this year. It's all about the sides. 
I, hey, you know, it's, you know how you have to have the whole Christmas feast, this, that, and the other thing. Most years, my mom and I are just like, get either a roast or ham and some pies. We don't need anything else. Well, you, that's what we do. So thanks. You're going to you're gonna love John Oliver this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Because what happened was, I, th- I can't remember if it was Walmart or who it was, but somebody had to pull the stockings that said, happy ham, ham, ham. It was ham and then mus. Uh, so it looked like, like Christmas, but ham mus. Oh. Of, of course, it looks like Hamas. When you see it. Oh, oh, oh. oh. it's so funny because when they said Hamas, and I'm like going, oh my God, I got to get that stocking for Matt because a couple of years ago they only had ham. That uh, was all they had for Christmas dinner. Uh, and, and he goes, yeah. Sean's going, yeah, but it spells out Hamas. And I went, oh, oh but the Hamas thing, that was so much fun. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What are you going to do? Hmm. Okay, well, um, two things that I want to bring up before we get into our mutual shows is one, I I know that um, for those of you who are like, hey, Chubb's gone wild, and yet you're, you know, clapping for Tom, uh, lost enough weight to not use an extender, just uh, we don't put it in our opening anymore, but we are the show that celebrates everybody of every body type, and, you know, whatever your journey is, we celebrate it, so... Uh, and then also, I gave up Diet Coke, and I'm actually sticking to it now. Like, because you know, I've done it a couple times and went, fuck that, I need my Diet Coke. So far, it's been about three weeks and uh, not doing it, and I can kind of feel a little bit of a difference. So, it's weird. Uh, and there, Tom, uh, for those of you who aren't seeing the video, Tom just showed his... Uh, uh, making up for my lack of it. <laughs> There's another stack in the living room, in the laundry room. Oh, that's crazy. You know what? I, I used to do the same. If they had those two buy two, get three free things, man, I'd stock up on as much of that as I could. But yeah, I went to the bottles and now I'm just at nada. So, all right. What are you drinking? What? What do you drink? Just plain water. You're only drinking water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. In fact, I had to order two more things of it today. The get the 28 pack and the 28 pack instead of the 40 pack, which I like to get, but the 28 pack the the bottles are bigger, so they you don't have to keep fresh into the fridge. <laughs> well, are you recycling those bottles? Oh, of course. Well. We put it out there, and then somebody else comes along on their bike and recycles okay. it. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I finished the Halloween Baking Championship, actually, this morning before the show. And I I was absolutely fine with the, the final three and fine with the winner. Any of the three could have won, and I would have been happy with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. So, uh, and I, I, knew I think. The, I knew at the end who was going to win. You could tell. Yeah. They they were they were very fond of that person. So Yes. And yes. And, and they were more actually more creative and less mm-hmm. you know, 
complainy and stuff. So right. And the other two, the, the gay boys, they they were great, but they their final things both had flaws that you're just like, uh, no, that's not gonna fly. So um, but yeah, I was happy with that. And you said the holiday ones already started? Yes. Okay, so I'll probably be dive into that. I like that one better. I like the the Christmas ones better. Usually. Well, I I don't like you know it's funny because when he was on um, the soup, I he was fine as a host, but now he's just gotten weird. He's yeah, just... yeah, that whole I didn't like the whole thing setup that they tried to do for it. I was eh. yeah, it's... just be a good host. That's one of the things I like about Jesse is he's just. He's a fun host. Right. I agree. Um, so uh also Survivor. So yes, I, I did dive into Survivor. I have caught up. I like a lot of the people on there. Um I was trying to think who I didn't like, but the only one that I didn't like was the guy f- from last time that got hurt and came back. And it was only because their depiction of him you know the clips of him i'm just like god what an annoying person uh that doesn't bother me emily she's the one that bothers me which one oh the oh yeah the one with the the reddish hair and the it should have gone the first week yes totally agree she, she i think they managed somehow to save her because they knew that she would be disruptive or something but well what i thought was interesting is that now that the group is all together I mean, mm-hmm. before they went all together, they got rid of the second to last Lulu person. Mm-hmm. And now she's the only Lulu person left. Uh, and it's like she should have been the first one to go. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Um, I, the, the cop guy, or no, the, the EMT guy, I think he's an EMT from New York or whatever. He's, he's kind of cute, but, Man, the the whole you know falling over thing is a little nerve wracking, you know. Oh, yeah, his little fits. It's like, Rrr. so um, I don't know who. I don't know. I don't have somebody right now who I'm like. I want that person to win. Me either. Yeah, but I do tell. I I will say that I really like the fact that it is a really diverse group of people and they've done that the last few seasons and it's really good to see because yeah, it's I, just like they're interesting rather than just a bunch of old white people who sit around and try to stab each other in the back i'm like i could have thanksgiving and see that anyway <laughs> okay um i think that's all that we're watching currently we're gonna add some more to that when i finally catch up on the bachelor stuff um, so e- the ninth was Luigi's, what, you got something with your okay. TVs? Okay. Uh, so, uh, we, uh, the ninth was Luigi's birthday. Um, it was, uh, well, we didn't actually see him for that day, but the next day we did happy hour and, uh, we had dinner at Roscoe's afterward and it was just a very nice little, little event. Um, uh, Mr. Mr. Judd came out to stop by and um, say hello to us and then leave. And he brought uh, Ouija a wonderful, amazing uh, birthday present 
that was a a big a big mug like seriously a huge mug and it was all gay rainbow all over it and it had something on it like the love that shines from inside will shine in your life love love i don't know some damn thing anyway i was like huh that's interesting and he's like yeah i was at a secondhand store and i was buying some other stuff and i saw that and i'm like ah i'll get him that i'm like yeah that's brian so he lives up to his uh his reputation um so you know for several years i've been talking about really 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 wanting a treadmill and i've been saving up for it and then had you know taxes and stuff like that i had to take care of but um so i've been really really wanting one for a long time and now i have one and it is in a great big huge box in the front room and it is so heavy that i have to wait till i have my dear friend Ouija come over and actually help me move it and set it up and all that stuff because this sucker it it uh, has a capacity of up to 400 pounds and it um is really fucking big i barely got it through the door myself i was tugging and pulling but i have it i have it and now i'm i'm just like please let it work right <laughs> you know um because uh i would love i love that i want to i want to build up my core you know a year from now i want to be like like you and your husband just like you know all svelte and muscular and walking around and stuff not svelte i've I've seen pictures of my he took a picture of me at the at the um pool yeah oh oh you mean horrible yes Uh yeah yeah And, and did you take pictures of him shirtless no because he'd want those because what he'd want those to share What's what's wrong with that? Yeah. You are a beautiful couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it a beautiful relationship. Kid. Even though I did have a dream that you, you know, well, never mind. All right, we don't need to talk about that. Uh, okay, uh, entertainment-wise, I have caught up on Frasier and watched the latest episode. The latest episode was really fun. Uh, basically, they Frasier and his son Freddie, who is a cute fireman, uh, was were set up on blind dates. And one of them showed up and both of them hit it off with them and then realized that they had no idea which one of them she was there for. And, of course, instead of being adult and just saying, hey, no, they they uh, yeah. And then the other one showed up and well, I won't spoil the rest, but fun ensued. Um, anyway, it was it was a fun show. I, I am enjoying it. Um. Yeah, believe that. Is Niall still alive? The actor David Hyde yes. Pierce is he still alive? He was just in. Uh, he did Hello Dolly with uh, Bette Midler um, a couple of years ago on Broadway. Good. I, I for some reason I just couldn't remember and I I didn't look it up. Um, Amazing Race. You don't watch the Amazing Race. I I caught up on that and this is a really good season for that. There's only one couple that I was all like, oh, you two. Uh, uh, um, and they had the gay couple, which were was very stereotypically gay couple, but I didn't care. Because, and I started rooting for them only because, yes, I'm, I'm one of those, only because they were the gay couple and they weren't assholes. Um, but they didn't make it very far. 
So anyway, um, all the other teams pretty much I like. I don't think there's any ones that I hate. Usually there's at least one or two teams that I'm just like, just hate with a passion, but nope. So there you go with that. Uh, so Robbie Williams, um, there is a four episode documentary uh, on uh, Robbie Williams on Netflix that uh, chronicles from the time that he was in uh, Take That um, up through his career and then like when he kind of you know fell apart and like the entire thing and they have lots and lots of footage because he had someone that was kind of following him around uh, doing documentary footage for like decades um, it is really really good it is a well-made documentary um, if you don't like if you don't really know who Robbie Williams is I, I guarantee you, if you watch this, you'll want to rush out and, well, maybe not rush, but amble over to your computer and uh, check out uh, some of his music. Um, it's really, it's really good and it's very humanizing. So um, give that a chance. Uh, Caroline in the City, I've been watching more of that. The end of season one, they they tried to push them together. Uh, Richard and uh, Caroline, they tried to push them together in this. It just seems so rushed and so fast. I mean, even in The Nanny, they waited till season two before they really started making the overtures. Um, but uh, they managed to pull it back together to get them back together for season two. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's from 1995. I won't go into it, but if you want a really good rewatch of a great show that still stands up a lot, go watch it. Um, finishing up Red Dwarf. They're into all the experimental episodes now. Bleh. Um, And then finally, I watched The Marbles, which I saw in the theater yesterday. And thankfully, I didn't see a lot of the bullshit that uh, have been out online about it. Um, I don't think it would have spoiled anything, but I got to watch it just fresh. It is a very fun show. Especially if you have watched, um, if you've watched the uh, Miss Miss Marvel series on Disney, um, you know who Captain Marvel is. If you watch Wanda Wisdom, it would help because then you'll understand how the um, the third one got her powers. Um, but. It was just a fun ride. It started off quick. Uh, Nick Fury is in it. Uh, lots of fun references. Lots of uh, the uh, the the flur flur and whatever it is, the cat that's actually not a cat plays a big role in it. Uh, lots of humor. Lots of great action. Fun ride. So uh, go check it out. Um, it's really good. The thing that the thing that was kind of sad was that it was it was opening weekend. This was yesterday, Sunday. Um, we it was in the big theater and the theater was barely half full to see it. And we went at a prime time time. Um, and it's getting a lot of flack. It's getting a lot of flack uh, from the right because it's woke. It's it's woke. Because what they're basically saying is 
all the leads and the 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 bad guy lead they're all women uh there's only one white woman uh it's also it's mostly a diverse cast of very diverse people and a cat um we didn't even notice we didn't even give a shit it was like a fun movie with fun characters and a fun plot and then we walk out and we start looking at kind of the review things and they're just like oh this movie sucks it's so bad um it's not written well and um oh it's so woke and fuck that just go watch a fun movie why do you guys have to do all that shit anyway what's that i'm sorry well anyway but trust me especially if you liked miss marvel uh you're gonna love this so i just said what i said to you and a certain thing on my watch said what can i help you with (laughs) there you go okay well let's go ahead and jump over into some advice starting with miss manners uh a woman i used to have a meal with once a month or so has not communicated with me in three years i didn't give it that much thought due to covid um due to covid she has had health issues and might not have felt safe on the subway she lives outside the city proper and we used to meet at a restaurant in the city. Last week, she posted on social media that she is looking for a job. The next day, I got a frantic, brusque, ill-mannered, and gauche email from her saying, as you can see, I am reaching out, referencing her job search. So I really like to get together. Then she listed dates when she was available. Well, I was really quite appalled considering that she hadn't communicated with me personally in three years. Don't you think she owed it to me to spend at least the first paragraph making nice? As in, I'm really sorry I've been out of touch for so long, but... She is not a kid. She is a woman in her 60s who is old enough to know and to have been taught how to write a polite letter. And, as you have said on a number of occasions, an email is today's version of a letter. I should add that I have no intention of making a date with her. Um, Something, there's a meme going around. I think we've talked about this before. And it's like, before you become an asshole, Mm -hmm. just remember, you don't know what these people have been through, what they're going through in their own life. So Mm -hmm. when you see somebody... You know, uh, the usually it was like some, you know, person begging out on the street, you know, before you yell at them or make fun of them. Remember, you don't know their story. And that's exactly I mean, this woman obviously is a bitch. <laughs> I'm a major fucking bitch. Um, so what? You know, I mean, there's a, there's people I haven't talked to in years. But the first thing I'm not going to do is say, oh, oh, great. I don't get my the whole paragraph of you telling me what's happened to you and making nice. It's mm-hmm. like, what a bitch, you know? Yeah. And it's, uh, you, you cannot, you cannot be a judge. You meet with, and then oh, I'm not going to meet with her. Well then why are you writing this fucking thing? I don't care. Right. Then don't meet with her. You're a bitch. <laughs> well, and you know, obviously if you haven't reached out to her, you, you don't 
give a shit enough about her to even be friends. Why bother? Yeah. So anyway, well, let's see what Miss Manners had to say. In those three years, did you reach out to this friend? Oh, well, there you go. Miss Manners only asked because if you did and the friend did not respond, then you are entitled to be indignant. However, if you were complicit in the silence, she has a bit uh she has a bit of sympathy for a friend who may have ascribed similar intentions to you and now sees an opportunity to connect, albeit a calculated one. In any case, a polite but curt response would be, I'm so relieved to hear that you are out and about again, but I'm afraid I am not in a position to help with job connections. You need not elaborate. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Hey, Chubbs, what is your favorite age growing up? What was your favorite age growing up? I don't know. Um, I I, um, I did like uh, my twenties because I was in Los Angeles and that was fun and different and exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I'm pretty much a happy person, so I I don't know that. Um, I've never I I, can't, I cannot think of right off the top of my head a real terrible time. I mean, I've been with terrible people, but not terrible times per se. So, right, that's good. Um, I would say my favorite age growing up would be um, probably five, right in that area, because that was about you know the period where before I started like when you first realized you had a penis and that you. Liked older men, right? Ah, well, that came a little bit later, but I always did have a thing for older men. Uh, granted, at that age, it was probably more 19, but still. Um, no, it was just that sweet period for me where everything was still okay. You know, you just, you're not aware of all the crap that adults have going on, really. You're just, blissfully happy and it's all good and then you know all the shit starts happening when you know you become first grade and everybody treats you like shit anyway five was a great age everything after that mix some good some shit show Eh. all right moving on hey chubs what's the phone app you use the most um, mine is the health monitor from Apple. Oh, those people. Well, oh, only because. Uh, go ahead. ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I know of an app that you might like better that does the same thing, but is a little bit more accurate for you. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, already, already, I know that after my workout, I'm already. Um, two miles into my day, so. Good for you. Uh, 8,000 steps will uh, dramatically, well, 50% decrease your chance of heart issues. So they say. And it's pretty easy to do. If you're, 
Well, you know, if you're if I'm in the house all day long, I'll, I'll get between 2,000 and 4,000 steps. But, you know, if I hit the store, I hit Costco, mm-hmm. uh, take a walk, go to the gym, it all changes. So, yeah. That's good. Um, okay, for me, it would probably, you know, it would probably be my text, uh, my iMessages. Um, other than that, yeah, no, it, it would, it would probably be that one. Otherwise, it would be like, you know, checking Facebook or something, but okay. Um, so what's in your lunchbox? Well, so we're going to start out with Mr. Tom. Well, when you said, when you sent my pictures, you, you still have some that you didn't put up. Steve, that's what I was asking. I thought there were a few missing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have them, but. Okay. So, um, the first one up here is, um, it's from a place called Tie Me Up. It's a, um, spelled. Uh, well, tie, you know, um, oh, L T H A I me up, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's a it's a actual award winning truck. Um, the first is um, sh- shrimp and drunken noodles with Sean Cut, and then the next one is um, this was basically chicken bits, uh, deep fried chicken bits with a a, a, a sweet uh, dipping sauce. It was really good. And uh, that's papaya. It's rice and then uh, shredded papaya, which was good too. That was uh, my salad. But um, it was a it was a nice little truck. Um, we also um, the other ones that I'll have Matt put up, um, mm-hmm. which you can see they're right below the pictures um, that I sent you. Um, this one uh, there's there were two different places that I took pictures of. The first one is, um, it was miso fat. Yeah. Um, which was a, uh, what happened was, this is kind of funny. Uh, the electricity went out um, everywhere north of Lahaina. Uh, and we were north of Lahaina. So um, we got in the car and we started looking for lights. And uh, because, you know, the, the hotel was dark. Mm-hmm. So, so we, uh, we, our regular places that we were going to go were dark. So we went, okay, let's just keep driving until we find some, we found a McDonald's and then we backtracked and found this sushi place uh, called Miso Fat. And they had, get this, they, um, they had probably seating for maybe 30 total in the restaurant. So they were packed that night. Um, And um, we sat at the sushi bar. There were eight seats. Uh, There were, um, four on two sides, and then the other side was, you know, where they're making the sushi up. They had four um, air fryers and a sink, and that was their entire kitchen. Wow. And and they um, – so the, the first thing that we got was um, three different sushi rolls, and they were very tasty and and really – I mean, they were packed with good stuff. And then uh, what happened, we had to wait for, it's a miso butterfish mm-hmm. that they, uh, it's it's got a miso soy brown sugar glaze that they put over it. And uh, it was flaky and it was amazing. By far the best 
piece of food I put in my mouth the whole time was that miso butterfish. And then the second place, uh, which is, it's a Venezuelan, I hope I pronounced that right. Venezuelan, yeah. Well, yes, it's from Venezuela. Um, if this is, uh, they have the, there's a little sandwich, like a pita sandwich, but it was filled with shredded beef and cheddar cheese. I mean, it was packed huh. and, and then it had, we got some, uh, fried pan, plantains. And then I can't remember what the little sticks were, but those are really good. And then we got the, um, um, uh, the little hand pockets. They're called, uh, fuck. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So we got those and the, um, um, and then they, there's two bottles in the picture you can see behind it. One's a chipotle mayo and the other is a garlic aioli. And you, and, and so this was very bland until you start putting the sauces on it. It reminded me of the people who go and get a pizza and then dip it in ranch dressing. Yeah. It's like, um, I mean, the food was good, but there was no spice in it. Actually, there was no spice in almost everything we ate in, in, and we were surprised that really? we never really noticed that there wasn't that much spice. Hmm. But when you had the, uh, chipotle and the garlic aioli, you squeeze that on empanadas. Those are empanadas. Um, okay. they, um, it was really, it was really tasty and it was, it's food I've never had. I mean, I've never had fried plantains before. And, uh, and I believe those sticks are daikon. They're like daikon fries that are fried. They were, it was, it was all really good. It was very tasty, but it, um, thank God they had the squeeze bottles to add some spice in there. Otherwise I just ate fish and chips and chicken katsu. So, and a lot of it. Okay. Yeah. That's, so that's, 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 uh, that, that's my pictures. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And okay. then we got moose. Yes. Well, Mr. Moose has the, well, he had to take a week off because, you know, we weren't here, but um, he has sent some amazing things, starting with, he says, it's not the prettiest tart I've ever made, but tasted good. The crust was ground pecan sandies. That's a great idea. Uh, and butter pressed into a tart pan. I added a layer of chopped walnuts, then a layer of sweet apples, brushed the apples with apple jam, crushed, uh, crust started breaking apart when I cut the tart. Oh well, tasted good. Hey, you know, when, when, when the, when, you know, it's like when you cut into a pie and it kind of falls apart. It's, I don't care. I, it, it, you know, I'm going to throw whipped cream on it and probably, stirred around anyway you know so uh but it's 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 lovely and and i'm sure uh you know i'm sure it tasted as good as it looks yes i imagine um thai let's see okay thai basil chicken bean sprouts wilted basil red and green peppers mushrooms in a hot fish sauce see that looks i i want to go to north carolina just so i can go to this his favorite places and try these foods out, especially this Chinese place that he goes to. It always looks yeah, fantastic. It does. Baked cookies to give to a couple neighbors for Halloween. These are caramel apple cookies. I have never heard of that, and now I want to try them. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, that looks amazing. Did he, did he explain how they were? So mm-hmm. 
So it's, what kind of cookie? I got to talk to him. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I'm sure he'll write in and let us know. Yeah. I just want to know because the cookie itself, I get the caramel on top with the sprinkles, the holiday <laughs> sprinkles. But what kind of cookie did he add the apple to? Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever heard of an apple cookie, so I have heard I never had one. Well, go up to Apple Hill. They've got everything apple. But I'm yeah. just wondering because it's kind of like you can make uh you you can make Toll House cookies and then just change out the chocolate chips for whatever you want. Hmm. It's still a good cookie, or it could be it could be like a uh a sugar cookie or I I, I gotta know. I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. Okay. Cool. What is this uh, thing? Well, that, when you think of a New York cheesecake, I think oh. of Junior's. It was so good, especially in the theater district in NYC. But around here, I have to settle for a small piece from the frozer section of the supermarket. Still, Junior's, and almost as good as fresh. Hmm. At Junior's, they they have Junior's on uh, QVC a lot. And it's like it's like the... Um, on the East Coast, it is the, the like, premier cheesecake place. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's now, this is the on that beautiful plate. I know. Well, you can tell. I love the plates because you got um, – it's on one, four, and five, his gorgeous wow. plates. And it the, the plates had a, a beautiful dimension to the photo. Well, they do. It's the texture and the – um, yeah, it's just, yeah. they do, they, they, they're fantastic for these photos. Local okay. pears are in season, bought mm -hmm. some and made a rustic pear tart, puffed pastry topped with pear slices that are brushed with butter and apple jelly for sweetness. This is still warm from the oven, whipped cream for a little touch of fancy. One chance fancy, don't let me down. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, I have not had a pear tart. Yeah, I, I've had, uh, well, I used to love making pear um, uh, coffee cake. Oh, yeah. Uh, because pears are, are so much like apples. You can do anything you want with a pear that you can do with an apple because they have the same kind of consistency as far as, especially when baking. They're perfect. Um I just haven't seen it done with the skin. And now I'm really curious how that tastes. Because yeah. normally it's always been, you know, with apples and with pears, you always peel them. But that right. really looks kind of good. So looks real good, actually. Uh, uh, yeah, I think my great-grandfather's, uh, like, favorite fruit was the pear. And um, we always try to have uh, pears through pear season. I had one, actually, last night that was really good. Yeah, yeah, we, um, this, well, I don't know if it's that we're eating more fruit or that the fruit is so much better, but I think it's because the fruit is so much better this year. Yeah. Because we went through the drought, the drought, you know, we didn't have a drought year. So everything is just tastes excellent. Everything from the cherries to the watermelons to the, um, uh, the apples are pretty normal, but they, 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 I mean, they still taste fantastic. But we had pears and plums that have been great this year. It's just um, and the grapes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm so okay. All right. Uh, that is it. And thank you so much, Mr. Moose. And if you want to send us anything, go ahead and send it over to 
uh, chubsgonewild at gmail.com and let us see what's in your lunchbox or snack Please box. Please put yourself into the contest. Yes, it sure will. It's a very easy thing to do. Everybody eats. Send us a picture. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, Golden Rule Services want you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. PrEP is a medication proven to be 99% effective in preventing HIV infection. To learn more about PrEP, visit sacgrs.org. And you know what? Before we close the show, we need to give one more birthday shout out, even though I don't, he doesn't listen. Still, tomorrow is Mr. Lurie Dean's birthday. So we need to make sure to acknowledge the fact because Lurie Dean is not only my neighbor and my friend, but just an amazing, amazing person. So does he like to uh, put up um, uh, like uh, treadmills? Uh, You know what? He he would help me. I am pretty sure right now he is uh, he's in a, a just He's in a huge work project phase, and he doesn't have time for jack shit. But otherwise, I'm sure he would. Maybe I can get wait a little bit and get the two of them to do it. Then I wouldn't have to help at all. I just sit and act inept, and then they fix it for me. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> me too. All right. Find Tom's other podcast at swanerandjud.com. Find Matt's books at justkisstheguy.com. Find all of our links at allmylinks.com slash chubs gone wild. And give us a call at 408 chubs. Ooh, such anticipation. All right. Thanks for tuning in. And we are glad to be back. And we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Hello, chubbies. Hey, um, Halloween, cake corner days, one's a trick, one's a treat. You decide. All right. Hope you have a great rest of the month. Um, good heaven.